Psalm 50, verses 16 to 21. But to the wicked, God says, what right have you to recite my laws or take my covenant on your lips? You hate my instruction and cast my words behind you. When you see a thief, you join with him. You throw in your lot with adulterers. You use your mouth for evil and harness your tongue to deceit. You speak continually against your brother and slander your own mother's son. These things you have done, and I kept silent. You thought I was altogether like you, but I will rebuke you and accuse you to your face. Uh, I want to tell a little story about the verse that comes right before uh, the 16th verse of this psalm, Psalm 50. Uh, I was, uh, in this is about 2002, 2003, I was putting together my first book, which was called Tree of Life. I mentioned that the other day. Mm-hmm. Um and I got to November and somebody said, well, you repeated a, a verse. And so I was reading in the lectionary that day and I was reading Psalm 50. And I found a verse that went like this. And call upon me in the day of trouble. I will mm-hmm. deliver you and you will worship me or honor me or glorify mm-hmm. me. Yeah. And that one verse was like a lightning striking me. That one verse in this psalm uh, really struck me as uh, this is my life. This is what's happened to me. I finally, you know, threw all my pride aside and got on my knees and asked God for help because I had become helpless in a situa- situation. And and all the things in that simple line of call upon me in the day of trouble, I will deliver you and you will honor me. Uh, that's a three-step program in a funny kind of way. And the third step is where I've been living ever since then in a small and sometimes very quiet and, and uh, silent place. But I really feel emboldened because it was a message delivered to me. And that same year at Christmas time. Uh, this was kind of an affirmation of this. I was at um, um, Connectley's Church in Darien, Connecticut for Christmas mm-hmm. service on the uh, 24th. And it, during the service, the kids came around and gave away ca- candy, can- can- uh, candy canes. And on the candy canes was a little verse. And I first just passed it on to my own children. And I said, I don't want a candy cane. And then I just, for some reason, grabbed one. And I looked at the verse and it was call upon me in the day of trouble. Hmm. I will deliver you, and you will glorify me. Hmm. We call that a we call that a God wink. God wink. Yeah, there are no coincidences in the economy of God, right? But I appreciate the fact that you included this psalm in your book, Eric. It's one of the psalms of Asaph, and uh, Asaph wrote twelve of the psalms that made it into the Bible, and. <laughs> This is pretty typical of one of his psalms. He's, he seems very concerned with, you know, the fact that there are evildoers and God mm-hmm. will judge them and the fact that there are righteous ones and God will bless them. And he gets all twisted up in knots when, you know, like for example, in Psalm 73, when he says, um, why do you let the wicked prosper? You know, he's very confused why wicked or evil or unrighteous people could ever receive any blessings. And this psalm is no different, and it actually leads him, the psalmist Asaph. He, he's a musician in the temple, by the way. He was like the kind of like the worship leader 
but it leads him to places when he gets betwixt and, and bewildered about why God isn't following these, uh, you know, curse the unrighteous and bless the righteous rules. It leads him to a place of surrender and worship, um, which is similar to that verse 15. I will deliver you and you shall glorify me. And that's where Asaph ends up landing, which is just a picture of the gospel. You know, if, if we all got what we deserve, if all of our evil deeds got punished like Asaph kind of wishes in a lot of these Psalms, then we'd be in a lot of trouble, but we are delivered. We are delivered. We are saved. And uh, it leads to a life of just glorifying and worshiping God for his grace.